0: therapy time in the land of westview and that means a trip down shitty memory lane wanda and her trauma sherpa agnes aka agatha hit all the lowlights of wanda's life and set the stage for an epic showdown with a fascinating whitey white twist all on this week's penultimate episode of wanda vision welcome to the mcu pod a companion podcast to the marvel cinematic universe i'm your host grant davis this week my co-host, Mike Moody Garcia, is uh, he's trapped outside the bubble um, with, uh, I guess, whatever's going on with Wu and with Monica. They're, they're, they're just missing in action, and uh, he is as well this week. But that's okay. We got two great guests on the episode this week. We're excited to be joined once again by our good friend, world-renowned film and pop culture critic and comics expert aficionado. I'm not sure which we would prefer. Martin Thomas of DoubleToasted.com Hey everybody And we are joined for the first time By our good buddy And uh, our our legal representative Also (laughs) film critic uh, (laughs) Elliot Fontanet of One of Us Hey,
1: Hey, thanks for having me
0: Elliot, thank you for joining I I know that you've heard episodes in the past And all of them There was something I wanted to address Which was, uh, if anyone was listening last week this was right after we all went through a, a really shitty week here in Texas. Um, uh, I don't know if, if the rest of the country heard about this, but it got cold here. Uh, rather cold. and It was, it
2: was a bit chilly.
0: <laughs> everything was awful and frozen. And what happened was midway through our episode, uh, we had Jason Murphy and uh, Randy Lander on here with me. We were talking and there's this bang, 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 bang on my door. And I'm like, well, this is a live show. I don't want to go answer. (laughs) (laughs) Bang, 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 bang. Wouldn't stop. My wife goes and answers the door. And it's our old neighbor lady from across the street. And her pipes had burst. And water was going everywhere. And she's like, come fix my pipes. What? (laughs) Not an ask, Just like a come do it. Oh, yeah. It was not a, (laughs) hey, could you come fix my pipes? It was a, hey, come fix my pipes. So I, I have to... Um, Hey guys, can you stick over the show? I, I run outside and I, I run across the street and I go, uh, turn off the water for her. And she's like, all right, well, what about my water? What do I do? <laughs> I was like, well, you're gonna have to call a plumber. I don't know how to fix this stuff. She goes, um, all right, well, I need some, uh, I'm going to need some water tomorrow. <laughs> all right. I'll bring some water okay. to you and give me a plumber's number. All right. <sighs> All right, bye. <laughs> just um, so I run back over here, I'm like, "Sorry, guys, I missed some of that episode."
1: Are you the <laughs> Hayward of your street? Like, just
0: putting that. Well, money. you know what?
1: Yeah, I,
2: I I bet when Christmas time rolls around, you're gonna get a mysterious ham. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Is it gonna be a good <laughs> ham or just a mysterious one? Well, you it'll just be you won't know where it came from, but it'll be there on your front stoop. <laughs> That's called trash, it, sir. That's and then cool. and then, some weeks later, she was like, how'd you like the ham? And you're like, oh, that was you? We threw it. I mean, oh, it was, it was delicious.
0: Yes. I had food poisoning for a week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: tonight, we I mean, are... it, was,
2: it was fine once we picked the ants off of it. Oh, but fair. go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I
0: was going to say, uh, tonight we are streaming the pod live on YouTube, talking WandaVision episode eight. And yes, we want to remind you that there are going to be spoilers. We're going to dive into this. With uh, some light speculation and theorizing, but we're, we're also going to just tell you everything that happened. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it first. <laughs> and then you can watch this episode later because it's going to stay up on YouTube. Um, before we dive into that, I just wanted to take a second to... Remind you guys that uh, if you want to hear the audio version of this podcast, we do put out an audio version as well. You can go there, subscribe. You can give us an iTunes or is it not even, I don't think it's just called, I think it's Apple Podcasts now. You can give us an Apple Podcast review, uh five-star, that helps us a lot. You can subscribe to this YouTube channel. You can even go to patreon.com slash Pod and support this little project if you want. This isn't the end of us with WandaVision. We're going to carry on talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and What If and Loki, I think, just announced for what is it? Uh, July 15th. So when's Hawkeye? When is Hawkeye? At the end of the year. Next year, right?
1: Is uh, that any- this year?
0: Ooh, that'll be interesting. That should, that should be a fun one. I wonder if it's just going to be a, a murder parade. He's just mercilessly killing people like that running you know
1: I was I was thinking about that and you know these Avengers man they like I mean this sincerely they just sort of just need a therapist on staff <laughs> because yeah I went and killed a bunch of a bunch of people in Japan to deal with his shit, and it's like I'm glad you're working on it but maybe don't murder people to work on it I'm just saying yeah but he's he's murdering murderers and we always complain that Batman never kills the
2: biggest murderer in town because you know how many people he could save if he did
0: yeah, Dexter didn't go to a therapist, and he killed everybody. <laughs> so Tony Soprano did go to a therapist, and he kept killing people. So I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, nothing stops that. <laughs>
0: um, I want to say before we dive into this week's um, episode, uh, if you guys are on, if you're watching live and you want to comment and catch our eye in the comments, uh, type POD at the front of your comments, and we'll be able to look over and see that easy way for us to check everything. And uh, I can pull in the comments on here. Uh, people are saying Loki is June 11th and uh, MODOK is looking good. So uh, MODOK? Have you seen the animated MODOK with uh, Patton Oswald? No. <laughs> oh, it looks like it's going to be pretty good too.
1: It's like sort of yeah. robot chicken style.
0: Mm. Oh, okay. It's going to be a weird take.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, all right, let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode. Previously on is the eighth episode of WandaVision, written by Laura Donnie and directed once again by Matt Shackman. The synopsis, courtesy of IMDb for this episode, is Wanda embarks on a troubling journey, revisiting her past for insight into her present and future. I guess. I guess that Mm -hmm. worked. Um, Again, we no longer do hot takes on here, or as they eventually became, hot quakes. Now it's time for <laughs> Snap Judgment. <laughs> the fantasy was matched up. That was awesome. Yeah, well, that's
2: pretty good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, Elliot, it's your first time on the show. Love to hear your thoughts overall on the season itself. As well mm-hmm. as this episode in particular,
1: you know, I actually grew up on classic TV. Like, you know, uh, I love Lucy. Uh, not so much Diff and Danke. Like, but B- which was the show I really watched a lot, and like Family Ties and all that. Like, it's been a walk down memory lane, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it's just been so nice to see these characters fleshed out, because when you have that big ensemble, you can only really get hints of the character in the movies. Like, so it's like, oh, I'm getting really deep into this, and it makes me like some of the movies more in retrospect. Like I really liked infinity war, but there's so much more weight in what uh, Wanda and vision are going through watching it now going back. Cause you're like, ah, oh, shit, this is, this is even sadder. Yay. It's and such it, a good
0: it. testament to like great storytelling when it enriches other media.
1: Yeah. And that actually ties into my snap judgment for this episode, this episode. And I mean, this is a compliment. It didn't feel so much like an episode of WandaVision as it felt like, hey, let's for the better go back and recontextualize a lot of the MCU. Because it goes through and cleans up a lot of mess. Like I I enjoy Age of Ultron, but that movie it feels like a train station. Cause it's trying to do so much. It's it, it's almost coming apart at the seams. And this movie goes through and goes, especially in like the beginning, goes, I mean this episode, it's like, okay, let's clean this up a little bit. Let's give it some some backstory. And I just think it does a really good job of that. And it really is just setting up, which is I, I think the next episode is probably going to be like an hour and a half, if I had to guess. It's just going to be a straight movie. Like it's just feel, it just feels this feels like a complete setup to the next one.
0: Uh, I heard that Feige said we were supposed to get the last three episodes as hour-long episodes. Last week's was like 26 minutes, and this one was 40, 47 minutes. Well,
1: yeah. he said like he he said he wanted the series to be six hours, and so people have been extrapolating based on, like, how many episodes we have left. Ah. And if you're using that measure, we have an hour and 25 minutes, something like that, left. So I think it's going to be, like, a big action-packed thing in the next next week.
0: Okay, okay, fair. Uh,
2: Martin, what were you thinking? Uh, yeah, to, to kind of piggyback on what Elliot said but before I had a chance to say it, uh, I, I also, like, unlike most people, I really, really liked Age of Ultron up until right before WandaVision, because I like went back and rewatched it to get ready for this. And it was the first time I sat there going like, huh, yeah, so this movie's really not all that good. I, I, I see why people didn't dig it so much. Like like everything I loved is in the early part. It's them hanging out. Yes. And then all the other stuff, I was like, huh. Yeah, it's touching on things, but it, it, it doesn't have enough follow through. And now suddenly with this episode of WandaVision, you're really getting that follow through like like to to back up and go all right here's all the stuff that had like like where this movie just told it to you in a couple of sentences here's the rest of the whole book and it's like all right now and and, and marvel's done this a lot uh when you go back and look at uh infinite not infinity war uh Endgame, game game does things that make you go huh i never thought i'd give uh thor the dark world a second thought but now you've kind of legitimized it it does have a place in this storyline, yeah, and 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 that's what's what's going on here, and yeah, making because it it'd be easy up until now to go like, well, it, it, this is fine and all. I love superheroes, but one is not a character I could really care about. But now with this, it does bring it home, and I love the fact that her favorite episode of TV is one of the best episodes of Dick Van Dyke, one of the most one of the most memorable episodes.
0: Do You guys remember this one? The
2: actually,
1: I, I do. I actually movie? went back and watched it today. Oh, because I had never seen it. And it really oh, it's really it, funny. It was it was it was very funny, and as a kid, it was a very disturbing
2: episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, you know, for, for my part, I think that in watching all of these MCU films, they're they're getting smarter and smarter about how they portray good and evil villainry and motivations and it, it's not so simple and, and clear-cut I, I thought one of the greatest decisions in infinity war was infinity war was thanos's story and you know he's in a way the hero you know we're, mm-hmm. we're all kind of braced for him to be the villain but he gets his victory in the end for the rest of us it feels like oh no he lost but that was his story almost um sure and um the uh, what, what was it? Uh, Civil War. Getting to see uh, Baron uh, Zemo's kind of perspective, and and that it was much more of a psychological battle that it was waging instead of just like uh you know beat him up in the streets or or you know just monster battles. Mm-hmm. Here, what we're getting is you know a lot of inner conflict for Wanda, and as we go and explore the trauma that she goes through, it it not only enriches her character, but it shows that marvel is aware of the emotional weight of the storylines that they tell and that that's not something to dismiss but actually something to embrace and and delve further into i think sure. i think especially now more and more people are realizing the value of um of of mental health uh, of therapy and now that we're going through the pandemic and you know trauma like like we just went through here in Texas with uh, the freezing temperatures and just like not knowing how to keep your kids warm you know shit like that uh, all well, action that... heroes
2: never pause to deal with trauma right it, it, it it's almost not a thing I mean they're they're chasing somebody down and their best friend is killed next to them and. The 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 most they emote is I'll get revenge for you. But for the most part, it's, it's just like, well, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. It's like nobody ever stops. Just break down. How, how is that a, a how is that not a thing?
1: Yeah, and and um, just to piggyback on that, like one of the things that I love about media is that whether people who make the media mean it or not, it's a landmark of the time we're in. And the time yeah. these days is so much more aware of mental health. Like this episode was just going through, and I am not a therapist, and so it, like, it, it seemed like cognitive behavioral where it's like, you need to go back, face each of your traumas, contextual, recontextualize them so that you can you can deal with it. Because right. otherwise you're never gonna get past it. Like, And it was amazing to watch that in a superhero show.
0: Um, yeah, yeah I, I put the question out to our viewing audience to get their takes as well on th- their snap judgments on this episode. So I wanted to read a few of those to you. Uh, G Miller 47 says today. I learned Agnes was the defense against the dark arts teacher. We never knew we needed. So. Yeah. <laughs> James Worm says Agatha isn't anyone's definition of good, but still may not really be bad, just self-motivated. And uh, yeah, that's I was about to do a video this week, uh, earlier this week, just talking about like, do we have, Agatha straight are, are we just assuming she's a villain kind of like with Hayward
2: well with, with the end of last week's episode the whole musical number just pretty much said oh she's bad she, she, she's the real villain of this which is always like okay I mean I'll accept it if you say it but th- these these movies and shows have been fairly faithful to the spirit of the comics and Agatha was never that and then this episode just seems to start with her as a bad witch, but the the longer it goes on, the more you're like, well, is she here to
1: help? I'm I'm not sure where she's coming from. Oh, now. She she's she's Why? not even. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Grant, go ahead, Grant. No, no, no. I I agree. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. She. I don't. You know, watching it, I don't think she's even here to help. You know, she's like a moth to a flame. She just wants mm-hmm. to know how Wanda's doing this. Like, she's like, I just want to learn, and but she comes from a place of distrust. She doesn't want to go and say, hey, teach me. She's just trying to glean and figure it out through deception. And she finally, she finally just breaks. She's like, I'm tired of going through these fucking sitcoms. I don't want to go through new girl. Okay. <laughs> just, just tell me.
0: But I do think there there is something to the idea that, you know, how, how she's how she is kind of processing all of this this trauma it's uh, it, here let me just jump to this next one uh uh that psycho reviewer says Wanda got promoted into having a cool name to go along with her cool powers great twist uh at the very end uh that they do say you're the scarlet witch and that has this you know it felt kind of green lantern to me
2: <laughs> like yeah there's, yes there's yes lantern magic has a different different color
0: mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a rainbow spectrum uh, of color mm-hmm. and and color sets and powers here
1: Uh, And if you're gonna have something that sounds admittedly a little silly like scarlet witch you need to make an entire show to sell it you can't just drop that shit you gotta you gotta sell
0: it um and then uh will morris says all my theories are deader than tony (laughs) oh too soon too soon
1: oh my god
0: let's say one more um I don't think there's anyone else pulling strings behind the scenes. I think all the mayor major players are revealed says I'd loans.
2: Don't know about that. I completely agree. The bunny is. Because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, cause we know this has to eventually flow into the, the next Dr. Strange movie.
0: Right. I, it, you know, we, It's
2: it's, it's got to set that up.
0: We even get that scene where, uh, Agatha yanks a hair and then does the, the, the magical binding just like to Thor, right? Yeah. 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 I was like, yeah, ah, the hair, there's the hair magic again.
1: But And it's that great scene where she's like, this is basic magic Wanda. Like these are runes. Like yeah. how do you not know any of this?
0: And she doesn't, yeah. there's a fascinating with, with Ag- Agatha coming in there, she was under an impression that this is another witch. Like, I'm protecting my my realm from other witches, and this is kind of a territorial thing, potentially. Um, and this other witch is doing some crazy stuff I've never seen. But then she's realizing, oh, wait, you're just untapped power that's that's channeling this purely through emotion, and you've never done the research. You've never been trained as a witch, like I was, and you don't even have the back history. You don't know what runes are and how, how to kind of wield this power in certain ways. You're just doing this off the cuff. And
2: she, I think she's hit. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. You think what?
0: I, that is that's playing with this idea of whether or not she's a villain or she's coming across as a villain to try and like, I, I think she already recognized like, this person, like Wanda is traumatized and I can elicit that trauma, but she's not going to take that from a, a compassionate friend. Or else, because she's she has friends. She has the Avengers. She could have turned to someone there and and had gotten counseling potentially, but she didn't want that. What she needs is someone to push against her. And so I think Agatha is potentially playing that role. She's pushing up against her. She's acting a villain. She's manipulating her with um, positive reinforcement through Pietro and negative reinforcement through uh, taking her kids. That, yeah. are, that are manifestations And kind of holding them away from her And, mm-hmm. and then trying to trigger th- This is therapy She's she's putting her through therapy And she's triggering her through all this trauma That she went through Under the guise of I want to learn how you do this But also This is going to be the most constructive for you
2: Yeah Yeah yeah. yeah. Wanda she's, she's sort of Harry Potter In that she's this Powerful magic user Who doesn't really know what they're doing
0: <laughs> just you know, and one of the. Great- oh, sorry. I just said just untapped power, chaos magic.
1: Mm-hmm. And like, one of the great things is like the lawyer in me is like thinking about like just the negligence of the Avengers to not have somebody helping her out. But you know, this is said a week after the st- after in game, so everybody's they, dealing they, with they, their they, own they, shit. They, yeah, they got their own shit they're dealing with.
0: Yeah, I mean, could that be the role that Doctor Strange goes in? If, oh, absolutely if she needs a mentor and mm-hmm. that not going to be agatha then maybe it is dr strange mm-hmm. Do you think she's going to end up being the villain in in dr strange and he has to kind of rescue her and in the process become her mentor and teach her how to harness the power
1: i don't know if she's big enough to be the villain in dr
0: strange she almost took down Thanos. She's like one of the most powerful, right? Oh, I thought you meant Agatha. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no. I I just meant uh. uh no, that
2: was a, that's the thing that that yeah, they always say that she was the only person who could take who could take out Thanos. She, yeah. You know, but but he just happened to rewind time.
0: That's Sega like Revere says. So my my theory is that uh, Agatha is a method actress. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit of a stretch. Um, okay, so. Let's jump back to the very beginning of this episode. Um, the Marvel logo goes purple, and we open with a cold open in Salem in 1693, where uh, Agatha is uh, being burned as a, a witch, but by other witches. By <laughs> <laughs> she, she's getting a good, a good, you know, hazing. It seems like, and uh, <laughs> she developed some mommy issues probably because her mom's trying to kill her. But it, it does seem that she's trying to tap into dark magic and they're, they're not down with that. Are we <laughs> to assume that the other witches are good and she's evil, she's a bad witch, or is she a, a witch who stepped over her bounds against bad witches and killed them?
2: Well, I wouldn't a good what? witch have knocked them out and gone on about her way? As opposed to sucking out their life force she did kill the dog
0: too i don't know i'm so conflicted yeah. about
1: well, i mean i think the story wants us to like the story wants us to see her in that moment as the bad one but you know you they you got you you got me up a, on a stake here and y'all all ganging up on me if i happen to suck your life force out that's your fault that's all i'm saying <laughs>
0: <laughs> like Dennis says here in the comments, Agatha told the other witches that her power wasn't under control. A parallel to Wanda not controlling Ooh. her powers very.
2: Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: maybe this is something of, of uh, you know, going back into her own past and and seeing something in herself and her trauma, what she went through, and trying to mentor Wanda. Sure. Potentially. Good point. I mean, they, yeah. they go both ways here.
2: That's true. The next episode could be all about Agatha trying to help Wanda and going like, girl, you're, you're too much for me. I got, I got to turn you over to the master.
0: Oh, I mean, there's also going to be Monica with her new power set. And mm-hmm. I imagine there's going to be a, a lot of blue and red and purple lasers being shot about. I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure uh, how all of it's going to shake out. Um. So we learned that Pietro, aka Pietro, was. Uh, I guess. I guess. Are both characters necromancers? No, I guess Wanda didn't bring Vision back. She kind of manifested him whole cloth. Mm. Uh, but I don't know if if the Pietro Evans Peters Evan Peters is a is a reanimated corpse or if. Well, she said
1: necromancy or- was out. And and didn't uh, she say it was illusions?
0: Illusions, Michael.
1: See, I, I sort of, I really do think it's probably. I think it's just Fox's Pietro. Like, I think she, I think she can reach like through multiverse and just like he's close enough. He's the bargain. He's the bargain basement. Quicksilver, come over here. You're cl- like you're gonna. He'll feel a kinship to you. It kind of
0: does a really big monkey wrench in a lot of the theories that this was a. Uh, the introduction to the multiverse, and that there's there's potentially Wanda pulling in a an alternate reality Pietro mm-hmm. into this universe uh, mm-hmm. as a mechanism. If if this is actually the work of Agatha, yeah,
1: it's just it's the writers are so smart, and I I feel like one of the reasons they did that is just to throw everybody off the scent. Of course. Because you know they don't want to be like Game of Thrones at the end when it was like, we, we don't want you to guess our ending, so we'll make the ending really shitty. <laughs> right? we'll, like- do the, we'll do the last thing you ever thought of. Yeah, <laughs> This um, is like, we don't want you to guess the ending, so we're going to put something that makes sense in the final story, but it's so meta that you're going to run with it to give us time to tell our story the way we want to. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of misdirection which which goes with with
2: which stage magic. But yeah, look over here at the at at the Evan Peters and mm-hmm. while we do all this other stuff and stop you from theorizing about the things we're really working on.
0: But at the same time, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed because I prefer, oh, no. I prefer <laughs> Evan Peters uh take on Quicksilver. Like I want him to be the Quicksilver of this universe.
2: I like Evan Peters a lot and his his take on Quicksilver was fun um uh the Aaron Taylor Johnson was more
1: accurate yes
0: i just want to uh, shout out James Worm who who got uh my arrested development quote i was saying to you guys illusions <laughs> <laughs> michael tricks are what you for money uh, or cocaine <laughs> <laughs> um so we go through four doors and these four doors are four significant points of Trauma for for Wanda, and uh, to an extent, they they are kind of corresponding a little bit with the commercials that we've been getting throughout this season. Um, the first one is Sokovia, and this is where we this is where we get this this flashback that really ties together a lot of um, the the entire hex construct of of why we're trapped in. Uh, TV world, and that mm. her father was selling old DVDs uh, of TV shows to try and make money in Sokovia while it, it's war torn, and they would gather around as a family, and this was a very comforting um, escapism for her uh, during both that traumatic time and obviously uh, at in in the current now.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the part where the bomb comes in and explodes and they're hiding under the bed watching the beeping after that scene you you have agatha confront her and say did you put a probability hex on it and she's like no i think it just never went off but it could be that she, like she was not aware that she was already powered like she yeah. is this the introduction of, of mutants is, yes, the, it is suggesting right here
2: it, 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 it absolutely well, if it's not the introduction of mutants, it's that um, she has witchcraft in her family lineage, exactly. but it, 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 it is a thing one of the, the, the fixes it does to age of Ultron is that rather than then, these kids would just miracles the idea that they already had something which considering that that Pietro's power was super speed, then that that wouldn't be
1: in a lineage so that wouldn't make them the mutants. Or at least him for sure. Mm-hmm. I have a theory about that. Like I think it's that she I think it's that she's just a witch and maybe she gave Pietro powers and it's like if you want your person to stay safe, one of them is, well just be faster than everything they might that might hurt you except for these bullets that should have killed Hawkeye. <laughs> you think you think Hawkeye should have died? Well, it's clear that Joss Whedon like really wanted to kill Hawkeye. Like he was satiated with Quicksilver.
0: Mm. Um, so with, with door number two, we now get to see a bit more of the experimentation that Hydra was doing on, on Wanda and Pietro, I guess. So maybe Pietro also already had power that it just enhanced. But Because um, it does
2: seem that everyone they experimented on who didn't have power just died.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, right. And they they go through and actually say so themselves. They're like, "Oh well, everyone's dying. Why why do we keep kind of fucking?" With this? <laughs> <laughs> and at a point. It's just kind of and
1: the other guy's like, "Shut up."
0: It's like I love the extent of their experiment is, "Hey, just have them touch it. Yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens." Well, I mean, she goes in and she sees this stone and. She has this kind of vision where where it breaks apart. I know vision. Stop it. Don't do that. I, I didn't mean you're to. You're better.
2: You're better than that, Grant.
0: I'm not, but I didn't mean <laughs> it was inadvertent. But uh when, when she sees uh this give me another word, apparition? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it is clearly it, it's her in the future yeah. dressed as a Sokovian fortune teller. In her out in her full scarlet witch outfit, and I, I guess my question is, what is this that she's seeing? Is this her future self? Is this the spirit of the, the scarlet witch that's that she's being imbued with?
2: Mm. That's yeah, you know, you know, that's the thing. Um, what Agatha says to her isn't you're a scarlet witch, she says you're the scarlet witch, right? Mm. Well, it makes you think is a you know, a, an entity of some of importance or that, that comes around ever so often or God. And it that, yeah, what you're saying does, it does make sense that what she's seeing is, you know, that particular super a natural being that maybe comes inside of her or that she embodies. Well,
0: because, I, okay. uh, well at the very beginning, when we see uh, Agatha's mom, you know, when they're all just kind of uh, blasting and torturing her, I think there's a scene I don't have a screenshot here to, to pull up to show y'all but I I think there was a scene where you see right at the end right before sh- her mom gets killed uh a crown forming yeah. on mom's head right yeah. was that Yes kind of, yes a similar kind of thing to what we're we're seeing with with it, this it could be an indication
1: yeah. like of the of the deeper lore that maybe with the witches there are you know different classes and different sort of beings that you can that can imbue with you but you know Thinking about that, Martin, you know, you had a good point about the using the, you're the Scarlet Witch. And one thing Kevin Feige does is he likes to take stories and take this piece and this piece and twist them up and put them together in different ways. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's the Phoenix inhabiting her. Like, maybe they turn the Scarlet Witch into the Phoenix entity. Right. Because, I mean, there was the Imkron crystal with the Phoenix, and like they're just like, okay, Mind Stone, you, you are now imbued as the Scarlet Witch. Maybe they're making more of a of a of a like of a phoenix type of situation. I'm not shaking my head because I think you're wrong. I'm shaking my head because I don't want that. <laughs> I, I, I,
2: I, I, enough at the phoenix. Hey, hey, how how many how many disastrous tries with the phoenix do we have to have? I would give Feige a I, chance. Like I, him, I, I'm I'm, I'm sure if somebody's gonna do it right, it'd be him. But I just soon just just leave it alone. Give it a rest.
0: Yeah. D- do you think that? Maybe because they've shat the bed so many times with their attempt to tell the Dark Phoenix story, that this could be a better approach with what was great material that they exactly. did watch, though. It's, well, see, the thing is, everybody still, this,
2: despite the you know the the two disastrous times they tried to do it, everybody still wants that Phoenix story. Like you're gonna bring the X Men in, everybody's a fan, and I mean everybody wants that scott summers jean gray love affair that turns tragic with the phoenix and it's every time somebody does it wrong it's like okay great we gotta wait another 10 years for it to kind of go away and then somebody else to to do it again so if we could just stop with the wait just like wait until everything all the pieces are in a row and set up that that would be infinitely better
1: i don't even know if they're going to turn her into like the dark scarlet witch I think it's just the the class of Scarlet, which could just be an entity that she doesn't necessarily have to follow the dark the dark Phoenix path. She could just like it could just be like this is this is where you're you are you are an entity. You're this is how you're getting the power to create. I mean, she created an infinity stone.
0: Yeah, and and this could be you know as well tied into the basement and what we saw last week. The the Darkhold book is in there. Yeah, or, yeah. or some other sort of magical book but most likely probably the dark hole right and, it's got to be the dark hole and if that's the case it, it could be that this is some prophesied uh, witch within that yeah that uh she's aware of that Agatha's aware of and mm-hmm. this is the physical manifestation but it's it's raw untapped power mm-hmm. and you know I, I I think this is also very fascinating because I wanted to talk about um, this guy right here a little bit more with you guys, Hayward. Hayward is being presented as kind of the 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 government villain. Um, sure, he's Thunderbolt Ross. He's trying to to control all the these superheroes, and and we're so sympathetic. But you know, we, we've we've had multiple discussions on this podcast of is he necessarily a bad guy you know from his perspective you have someone who went and stole all the free will free will from a whole bunch of people in the town and are leaving them outside freezing and potentially starving and and there's lives being threatened like thousands of lives in this town um by an unchecked power you want to take that power out (laughs) so he can save a bunch of people. He,
2: he it doesn't make him bad that he wants to do something about that. That not, not not at all. I mean, you can look at it and go like, yeah, from his perspective that makes sense. Uh if anything, I don't know if it makes him bad, but the fact that he, like you would think that he would take Monica and and Jimmy Wu and like sit down and like, well, let's talk this out mm. as opposed to going, no. nope, doing it my way. Shut up. Leave me alone. Arrest these people.
0: Well, Jimmy Woo was kinda of dick to him too. When <laughs> he was well, talking, he's like, That's an oversimplification, but sure. And it was just like, dude, in front of my, my people, what the fuck? <laughs> it, you know,
1: he feels like a guy who got a promotion before he was ready. And mm-hmm. so he's really insecure. And like he's trying so hard to be Nick Fury. Because Nick yes. Fury could do this shit and you'd be like, Well, of course you want to take vision apart, blah blah blah. And he would bring in Jimmy Woo and he'd talk to Monica, but you know, Hayward, he's like I shouldn't even have this job this should be your job but you got snapped away and so he's dealing with insecurity and like yeah half of the you know half of the planet was snapped away and they came back luckily but like hope is not something the government really functions on when you actually regulate unlike texas and the power grid but i don't want to go into that (laughs) (laughs) you know i i realized what i was saying as i was saying i was like damn it
0: (laughs) 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 no but we got a little bit of a twist, uh, a reveal in um, how we've been misled in the sequence of events, because sure. it, there, there's a little bit of confusion when we're seeing how Wanda understood encountering vision's body. She goes in the into sword in through door number four. And I know I skipped door number three. We'll go back, but um, she, she goes through door number four and she finds uh, visions disassembled body. Which A, he's been dead for five years and you decide the day that Wanda came is the day to finally start really cutting up his body like this. Sure. Oh, I
2: get the impression he had been dismantled for a while. Yeah, he was trying uh, but plus, to provoke her. Plus there's there's all kinds of forms you gotta fill out to requisition this and get permissions and and he's probably license it's it's Stark Technology and, and Stark's not even alive, so a lot then of red
0: tape. All, okay.
2: <laughs> Yeah, lots of red tape. Most yeah, of it's sp- splayed out all over that operating floor.
0: <laughs> but uh n- not only is this like a, a classic scene from the from the comics where Wanda and en- encounters the disassembled vision in the lab, but oh, damn his skin suit is right there too. I know. It's it's kind I of can't do a man like that. Um but at the same time I, I now we understand that she didn't leave with his body. She made a new version, whole cloth and that Hayward Mm -hmm. still has the body. So Mm -hmm. the idea that he's, he's angry and just going over there to uh, try and rip that away from her isn't the case. He's trying to tap her power in order to reanimate the one that he already has. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: so, so Darcy and, and woo and Monica are kind of operating off of, of false information that he presented to try and, and frame this, so yeah, in a way, he's he's bad. I don't really know how to take it. Well,
1: I mean, I think that's what they want. They they want. I think Marvel in and in a, it's 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 really interesting because this is the first one that's really MCU like a real MCU TV show. And I think they're trying to tell more nuanced stories in their in their TV shows than their movies because they have more time. And it's like this. I don't really see a clear villain because like you could you could say Wanda you could say uh, Agatha you could say Hayward was a villain but they all they all just really have motivations whether conscious or unconscious so it's like but when all those different motivations come together and they're not seeing eye to eye, then you have all this conflict and it's just honestly like I, w- I was going back and watching like the first five episodes I would go back and watch them again and again like they were really fun like especially the first two because it was basically dick uh dick van dyke and i love lucy and bewitched and
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like but these like th- i can't really watch them again because they're hard to watch because like you're just watching people go off their motivations and make mistakes not knowing that they're like thinking they're in the right mm-hmm. and it's just gonna lead like it's like uh vision said in civil war it's like that leads to catastrophe it's like like this is it's just gonna go into a big conflict that didn't need to be but, you know, he's not dealing, like, they are all just have their own different little motivations.
0: Well, Morris says, Hayward just wants to make a suit of armor around the world. Hayward's secretly the hero. We all yeah, how, how did that work it.
2: out when, when Tony Stark tried to do it?
0: Yeah, it was, it was a great... <laughs> Look at that
2: guy. I mean, all, all Tony Stark, no, not all he did, but he just created a lot of supervillains along the way.
1: I mean, you could argue that, like, that was the reason that that Thanos won because like that's so splintered the team that they weren't together to stop them.
0: Here's a good point. Nicole Jackson says, so they could track vision because of the decay signature of vibranium going on. So Wanda created both the vibranium and the mind stone for him. What's going on? I think on so, there? yeah. It is, is the vision that's inside the hex bubble also made of vibranium? Like, was she able to just like fully reconstruct him is is that the is that what we're learning is the actual extent of her powers and can he survive outside of the hex bubble didn't look like he could though. Yeah, yeah. it did
2: it, it did not look that way
0: um dennis says um have they telegraphed that vision from wanda's body will take over the albino vision
2: i imagine he will will he or be- or or they're planning for a big tragic ending where yeah vision can't be alive and everybody has to just feel bad about that
1: yeah it feels like the end of star trek nemesis where they killed data off but they gave them an out with the with the alternate android mm-hmm. it's like they might sort of do that it's like hey he's not vision but hey sure he downloaded his consciousness and we never really talked we never picked up that thread so we could always just re-download it into him and there you go there you go bob's your uncle vision
0: guys ever see the movie beer fest yes the broken lizard guys the long time ago 2006 i'll admit it's not a great movie but there's a there's a part where um the farva guy from super troopers his character dies he drowns uh in a a pool of beer trying to chug a bunch of beer um and then they they just go oh wait here's his twin brother yeah like him we'll just bring him on and how about we just call you by his name and we'll just act like nothing really happened. I I feel like sometimes comics loves to do that. Oh, oh yeah. Just nothing happened. Let's just move on.
2: Because the characters have to continue on for 30 plus years. So there's (laughs) no way to not make it a soap opera at some point.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, So taking a step back to door number three, the Avengers compound, we we were talking a lot about this particular scene in our snap judgments at the beginning of this episode, because this is a scene that really enriches the backstory of of certain elements that are going on in, um, I I guess that was civil war for, Mm -hmm. for this particular movie, but it also gives additional context to like age of Ultron as well. Um, and I thought that, man, I, I just love the performances of, of Paul Bettany and um, Elizabeth Olson here, but especially what Bettany has to do in playing this kind of pulled back android, but who, who does have these genuine glimmers of, of human emotion and compassion and, and kind of knows how to play with that. And, and, and when he's, he's talking about you know, what is grief but not love persevering, I felt it. I thought it was a good moment between oh, them. Oh, it was beautiful.
2: Okay. Yeah, bet, Betty's a pro. Yeah,
0: like, yeah I, I just disappeared for a while after a, a night's tale. I was like, "Where'd you go, dude?" I tell you, like that—that
1: that scene was so affecting. I felt like I, you know, there are times. Like I remember, I remember, like the moment I fell in love with my wife before we got married. Like watching that scene, it felt like, oh, this is the moment that she fell in love with Vision. Like when he says that really wise thing and then laughs at ha- at, at the thing falling on Hal. Which was and, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you like my sitcoms and you're really, really wise? Yes. Hey, that,
2: that is one of the things, right, for the movies, it's like, they, okay, they, they meet and then we see them, like Vision's showing affection for her and then the very next movie, they've been together as a couple living in Europe for a while. It's like, huh? There's a whole lot of stuff that that (laughs) went on in between those two things that we never got to see. So this really is a window into that, to where you go, yeah, you're right, Elliot. That's that's that moment, and you can go like, all right, now I can stitch this together. It, I mean, I'll, I'd be happy for you to show me more, but I can really start to believe in it now.
1: Yeah, there's a log line. You're like, okay, here to here to here to here. Mm -hmm. I see where you're going. You know, yeah. Uh, Oh, by the way, if you if I. Yeah, I know. It
2: seemed like Bettey disappeared from uh, after *Night's Tale*, uh, but he, he did some stuff in between. But if you really like him, I would highly recommend *Uncle Frank* on uh, Amazon. Okay,
0: I got reminded as well that he was also in *A Beautiful Mind*. So. Yes. So he had two other things he did.
2: <laughs> well, you know, he was well, he was in one of the the uh the, uh, what you, uh Da Vinci Code movies. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and
2: and and mordecai and he did some kind of uh sci-fi action biblical thing when well, he was an angel so, oh priest I, but I don't know was it priest? Oh, i can't remember
0: yeah. I, oh, I, yeah, I, uh martin thomas you can check out uh his his reviews of film television and pop culture over at double com. he knows this uh as evidenced by you just being able to to rattle off um, Paul Bettany's IMDb. <laughs> I've mean,
2: I'm been a fan since *The night's Tale.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so I think you know we we have we have uh what's her name Agatha with the two kids on strings. She's she's going full manipulative evil. And I got to say that her outfit with the, the purple smoke around is, is kind of rad. Um, she's a smoke show. She's a, smoke nah. show. <laughs> uh, but they're, they're gearing up for a showdown and we don't know lingering questions wise. We don't know what happened to Monica. Where's Fiatro with her. And yeah. uh, how's that all shaking out? Cause it's one thing for Fiatro to kind of, uh, pop up on on a rando and be like, hey, I can go super fast, so you're nothing to deal with. But Monica also has um, brand new untapped powers that uh, are going to be a force to reckon with. So It'll be fascinating to see where all of that kind of shakes out. I I saw some people talking about uh, how how (laughs) it reminds them of a master pandemonium who has uh, the two little twin babies on his arms. When you see Agatha with the two kids on leashes, Wanda's kids out front. So um, I don't know if you're yeah. doing a nod there.
2: <laughs> Cause I, yeah, I was wondering if she was going to drop the whole thing. It's like, yeah, you know, your, your two kids aren't real, right? You, yeah. You
0: but they them. don't get that yet. I wonder if they're waiting for another emotional heartbreak next episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think the kids are real. My my theory is is that Agatha wanted the kids to come so that she would have leverage over Wanda. Like mm. she, that's just my little theory. Like the thing that was so like interesting about that scene is that Agatha looks genuinely frightened of, of Wanda at that point. Like she has all the leverage ostensibly.
0: She's like, "You're the Scarlet Witch. I'm sort of screwed." All right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. G Miller 47 says, can someone please tell me why the witches in the show look like power rangers villains?
2: Because it's all based on television shows.
0: (laughs) Ah, there we go. Are you saying this is Rita from power? Rangers?
2: (laughs) I, I, I got a Rita vibe.
0: Okay. Fair. Um, all right, well, let's go ahead and jump into the credit stinger. And before we do this, I just want to say, Hey, uh, um, anyone watching currently, if you do have any questions for us, questions, for for martin and Elliot, go ahead and get them in or comments yourself uh put pod at the front i'll i'll grab those and we'll go through those at the very end but last things last let's go ahead and talk about um white vision popping up here let me here we go randy our buddy Randy has been popping in and suggesting that he thought there was good potential for them to go this direction. Cause I guess this also tracks with the comic books a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still it's cool and it's, it looks great and it's jarring and kind of creepy with mm-hmm. these white hollow eyes that he's got going on here. I guess it's very uh, world very Westworld, Yeah. yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on this and what do you think they're planning on doing with it?
2: Oh, they're going to send him in to, you know, knock shit around. Um, and then it'll come down to a showdown between white vision and uh, 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 fabricated vision. vision. Yeah. Yeah. And colored vision. <laughs> and um, and in the end, uh, maybe this vision will be left and Wanda will be sad because he has no personality whatsoever. And she'll, stick a personality in him. Okay, okay. Or and- or she'll he'll go off on his own and that'll be something that gets done m- much later in a movie or a TV series.
0: Is is there a real vision anymore? Like is the one that we're seeing in the hex bubble now that we know it's his origins were Completely fabricated by the memory of of what Wanda had of him. Is I guess uh, this is a question of identity. <laughs> I I don't know kind of what to think of of this person. Is it just her impression? Is it her um her idealization of what Vision was, or yeah. is it some manifestation of the Mind Stone again?
1: I, I think it. I think you've hit it on the head. I think it's. I don't think. I think Vision is dead. Like straight dead. Now they might be, They you know, Marvel might try to give you a way to have your cake and eat it too, but at best, you I think he, the, the vision inside the Hex is what Wanda thought of as the vision, not really the vision. Okay. Also consider that the vision came from Jarvis. Mm-hmm. And for Rich. all we know, at,
2: at Stark Industries, Pepper Potts has the backups somewhere.
0: And it's it's a fusion of the two, right? Because there was a part of vision that was also Ultron.
2: Yeah. Well, was it? Yeah. Cause it was Jarvis and then the Ultron personality attacked beat up Jarvis and it took off on its own
0: because the mind stone is what they were able to make Ultron off of because the mind stone in a sense has its own mind. Right. And I thought they were able to, kind of extract that and then it went haywire but they were able to fuse visions personality with it and they have that whole like thing where the mitosis or whatever the fuck's going on yeah yeah but uh i don't know it's a little bit confusing to me i I don't know fully how to think of um the like one's one's essence one's personality one's soul i guess and you don't in a (laughs) sense um All right, well, we have some questions here. Let's Let's go ahead and hit some of these. Um, Dennis says, Darcy will probably save the kids in her truck. You think uh, she's going to roll in? Do, 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 and uh, hit the horn and just like, come on in, kids.
1: I could see that. Like, that sounds like something they would have Darcy as a character do.
0: Easy, low stakes for, for the character.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah. reset to reset everything.
0: Yeah, um, because that'll be interesting if the kids get pulled out of the bubble and are they now are characters that. for for future development in the world of the MCU because they've they already have abilities and maybe if they're the kids of now mutants, they're mutants themselves. Although it's, I mean, again, this is. <laughs>
2: you say you say they're the kids of mutants okay their mother is possibly a mutant their father is what a toaster
0: midichlorians i don't
2: know (laughs) i mean on one hand it was like okay their father is an android not possible but now we're like oh wait he's not even really an android he's a a made-up android so how how can these kids be real
0: are they inbred (laughs) i mean I don't
1: I don't want to think about that. That's, that's just...
0: Idelones says uh, Is Dr. Strange and Agatha's magic the same? I got the impression strange is was more Harnessing of other dimensions energy while Agatha's is more just you know, classic magic
2: Yeah, but it, it's easy enough to explain that look, her classic magic is the
1: same thing Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think it's just that strange It's like Agatha's using a program strange knows the operating language Boom right nice.
0: there. Takako says, can this white vision be the first sentinel? Potential? That
1: is a good possibility.
0: Is this going to be um hunting oh. hunting mutants and is is Hayward essentially uh was it Trask? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or whoever the was. I yeah, think. but okay, but okay, Hayward's he's the head
2: of Sword, right? Yeah and sword's all about extraterrestrial threats
0: but not anymore yeah they changed the um s from space to sentient. sentient
1: yeah sentient weapon observation something
0: so maybe they're making some deliberate kind of shift in what sword means in order to encompass their their future vision of incorporating mutants yeah
1: like i could see the the climax being they send white vision in to like fight for them. And White Vision goes, well, no, I just want to destroy... He goes Ultron. Not like full funny Ultron, but he just goes, no, I'm just going to destroy the humans. And yeah. now that's the big show. <laughs> Man,
0: and
2: I, every time. Jeez. <laughs> so,
0: no. uh, what do you most hope the show avoids doing as it tries to stick the landing in the finale? Um, I, I hope that they don't try to wash away what wanda did to other people i i I hope it's not that she was manipulated from the start i hope that they do take seriously um you know trauma and and pain and they deal with that respectfully while also kind of honoring that this is a situation in which innocent people were hurt.
1: Yeah, See, I feel like they already did that. Like this episode sort of, it said explicitly she started it. And Agatha, it's like it, this is, I'm sorry. It reminds me of like contributory negligence because you're, you're trying to like separate who's responsible for what. And there are, their are, um, terms in law is there's a proximate cause and the but for cause. So the proximate cause is what sets the stage for the conditions That makes something happen, and the but for cause is like what actually makes it happen. And so Wanda like set the stage, but you know if it wasn't for Agatha, she might have come out of it sooner. Like she, it feels like Agatha has been sort of keeping it going. So it gives Wanda a bit of an out, but you know what, Wanda, you still did it. Like so, I don't, I, I really, I think that they're going to avoid that because that would be really cheap. But they said, like, it's not your fault. It is one of those things where sometimes we've had this happen. Seems like it happens with
2: Superman a lot. Uh, uh, mind control, go rogue, do a lot of stuff, then later come out and go like, "Hey, it wasn't my fault. Uh, this guy controlled my mind." But I'm like, "Yeah, that message is not going to go out to everyone." Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of people who are like, "No, all I know is what you did to me."
0: And all I know is you have crazy unchecked powers. Yes. Which, which is why, which is why it was actually really fascinating. Um, when they did civil war and i know elliot you, you often talk about how you were uh, your team iron man is that right yeah,
1: yeah. Well, the, the thing that was so great about no. civil war is <laughs> iron man was right on the subject but wrong on the procedure like in terms of he was right about you got to regulate but he didn't do it the right way
0: Whereas no, Captain America
1: was right about how it uh, wasn't right about the procedure but wrong about the subject and if they had just really sat down which they were trying to do in in, in germany and just talked it out, they would have solved that in about 30 minutes and a beer. Uh, but they were possibly. all, but the thing, the thing that was so smart about it is, you know, Tony had broken up with Pepper. He was on edge already. And then Steve is dealing with his feelings about Bucky and all that stuff going on. So, like, they can't really reach that because they got their own static going on.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it, you know, it, it's fascinating that a, a superhero movie would have everyone in this debate, this moral debate that we really can't solve. And everybody has their point of view on it. And, and they're all legitimate. You're like, like, it's like you said, uh, yeah, you know, the, the, the bones of what Tony was saying. Yes, that makes sense. And we could probably reach a compromise, but to have the guy, the main guy who made most of the trouble, tell me that I'm out of
1: control and he, you need to tell me what to do I'm like no kiss my ass exactly it's <laughs> like sometimes like Tony was so on edge like the best thing Tony could have done in the Civil War is take himself out of the equation yes just turn the temperature down even if that means Captain America gets what he wants momentarily take your ass back to the United States and go to the, go to go to the Senate and, and you know lobby for what you can do you make more change there but he was you, he was like cooking that entire movie. Like, he's just like yeah. on edge. He's like, just he's he's feeling that guilt from Alfred Woodard's character, mm. and he's he's taking out his own shit on everybody else.
0: Yeah, I do know what I'm doing when I push the civil war button, and I would just like to point out, <laughs> 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 I know I'm, I'm just gonna get that debate going again, but I, I, I on the Wait, broader... you didn't you release the abomination on a city and then the Hulk? <laughs> And you're telling me that, that I'm out of control. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, but the fact that it is a movie that can so easily like trigger good passionate discussion about it. Mm-hmm. Well done. So well done. Uh, I'm just going to hit a few more here. Um, Nicole Jackson says, will Darcy get powers since she went through the hex and what will white visions powers be since he's powered by the hex. Um, to, the, to the first point, I think there was um, someone else in one of our comments had suggested that Monica's powers came from not just passing through the hex, but when she was enveloped in Wanda's energy and then jettisoned out of the hex. Something Ooh. about the combination of those was like this imbuing of power similar to how um, Wanda herself was imbued with power from the mindstone.
1: I'll I'll do one better. Like my theory is not only that, but that she was exposed to Captain Marvel, who was exposed to the Space Stone, mm. uh, the Tesseract before. So she's been she's been very close to two beings that had two different Infinity Stones. Maybe the interaction of those is what caused her power. So that's why it's unique from everybody else.
0: Interesting.
1: And uh, Wanda.
2: You know, she killed the vision the first time, so there's no reason she couldn't kill the white vision other than that her not wanting to,
0: mm.
1: yeah. No, she could, yeah, she could take like only person I think really could take Wanda at this point is probably Captain Marvel.
0: <laughs> I just kind of want a scene where uh, she's she's like shaking some spray paint and she's just like, ah, we're just gonna do some touch ups <laughs> on. on- <laughs> <laughs> Add a little bit of makeup. Oh, he looked just yeah. like the old one. You look great. You look great. Some contact lenses <laughs> in him. Uh, that psycho reviewer says, "In my opinion, for now, Hayward is the big misstep of Wandavision. They seem to be taking the most generic route with him, and I hope I'm wrong."
2: I, I feel like this episode, they didn't. They they veered yeah. from
1: that. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. Like, I don't see it as generic. Like, generic is making him the out and out villain. Like that is cheap to make him like he's the big bad. <laughs> Big bad government. Like they're just like he's just somebody who like we don't know all of his backstory. Like, what if his wife or his his children got snapped away and he actually has the power to stop it in the future? So to him, he's like, you know, no, no extreme is too much if I can stop that. Because before the snap, they had sort of reached a detour and like had let the superheroes sort of do their thing. Mm -hmm. But if you're telling me that the government's gonna be okay with getting their bacon saved by a random group of heroes going through time because of Ant-Man's shitty van, they're not going to be okay with that.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, I I think we're about to wrap up on this week's discussion. I did want to go around and ask you if, now that we're one episode away, the next episode is the finale, if you have any uh, kind of closing thoughts on what you think they're going to do or just how you you feel about the show. Uh, we'll start with you, Elliot.
1: I I I can start with how I feel about the show. Like, I think this show is it's really really good. Like, I think it's the writing is really amazing. Uh, I just like what they're doing. It shows them that they're maturing the storyline in their shows and giving it more nuance. And I'm really excited about the ending because I honestly have absolutely no idea how it's going to end. Like. I, 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 can, I can project about three or four different endings right now that are plausible, but I have no idea how it's going to end. Right. And that's
0: exciting. What do you think, Martin?
1: Well, I don't, you know, I mean, I've,
2: I've listed most of the things I, I thought. Agatha's not so bad. She tries to help Wanda, uh, Showdown with White Vision, um, and maybe him getting a personality, maybe him not. It, it all going over, you know, blending into setting up the next Doctor Strange movie. Into the madness of the multiverse and all that. Uh, digging the show. Uh, wish it was longer. Uh, it, it's it's good to have something to look forward to on Fridays. not the Mandalorians uh, uh, done for now. I didn't. I, I did not think Disney could have a good follow up. At least not quite so soon. Uh, this the this this series. Uh, it spells a lot of hope for all the things they have to come. It because you know initially getting. Uh, paying for Disney Plus was, man, they're going to have all these Marvel shows. Yes, they will, but not until a year after <laughs> you start paying for this. Um, so it's it's good to see that it, they're now delivering on it. Uh, I think if you haven't watched this show, it's probably all the better to just watch them all in a row. It, it, it is, I mean, I'm, I didn't grow up binging shows, so I'm not one for binging. I usually, like, I can watch three episodes at a time, and then it's, I notice it's sort of diminishing return sometimes. Um, But this is one where I feel like it works better that way.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because shows like this are the ones that I adore getting to have week to week. But Mm -hmm. that is in the context of the world, getting it week to week and all of us having this this shared water cooler discussion about it. Sure. Uh, if, if you're coming to this show after the whole thing's been released, I don't see why you wouldn't binge it. Uh, yeah. y- you missed the boat on all the fun conversation that's going on, and you just kind of need to catch on with whatever the next thing is, which is Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, coming up in, uh, what, two weeks? Three weeks? Yeah, gonna, gonna, gonna... weeks. Is it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Nice. And just before, before we end, like one of the things I like about this format, just as... Like it's when you're when, when everything gets released at once, it turns into this weird race. Like who's yeah. gonna watch sixteen episodes from four PM when it gets posted to like six pm like to, to like twelve or two pm the next day? And it's like that's unenjoyable. Like it's not
0: it it does like, a disservice to the art that you can't take time to digest each episode and and discuss and analyze what they're doing because when you watch all of it at, at once. Episode four. Who cares how much blood sweat exactly. uh, the director and everyone put into that one because it's just in the middle of of the of a story arc.
1: Yeah, it feels like a big long disjointed movie sometimes because you're just watching it, watching it, watching it. Like, I really have enjoyed like, especially during the pandemic, it's been nice to like every Friday or every if I'm being real, every Thursday morning at two a.m. Oh, wow. <laughs> but look, just some context. I usually work until about eleven or eleven thirty at night, so mm-hmm. it's not that hard for me to be like, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay up and watch some anime until two a.m. and yeah. I'll watch One Division and be really sleepy the next day."
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, a, another thing is, listen, If you haven't been watching a show and you finally do go, like, "All right, it's done. I'm gonna watch it." I do not want to hear from another person of, "Man, this thing was so hyped up, and now." I just don't get it. It didn't work for me. Good Lord. Yes. This is going to happen when people are on to something and you don't jump on it. Of course, they're going to hype it up because they, they love it. And nobody is saying how much they love it to your specifications, either watch it and realizing that, Hey, people were really into it at the time and you missed that boat or just STF you.
1: Yeah. And, and it doesn't make you seem smart to not like what everybody else likes. No, <laughs> like it's just, it, it, that doesn't give you a personality. Like, and it's the same thing <laughs> when like, we used to go to a bunch of screenings before, in the, in the before times, and you would have a bunch of critics in the audience who would really laugh really hard to make sure you know they got that reference. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of that. It's like, yes. no, you can like things. And you can, li- yeah. you can not like things and let people like things they like. Yeah, that thing you
2: don't like, nobody asks for your declaration.
1: Exactly. Like I I've actually started when I when I have an opinion on Facebook, I've actually started being like absolutely nobody asked me.
0: But <laughs> thank <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, nobody's waiting for, for my take. <laughs> There's plenty of negativity and we all should be able to enjoy our happy little bubble of things we like. As long as it doesn't, you know, come at the expense of a thousand couple thousand people of Westview. That's what I. Yes.
1: Do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love how we've forgotten about that in this entire episode. It's like, oh yeah, they, they're they're fine. They're fine. Quick, they're they're quick, I mean, sure, sure. There's,
2: there's suffering and it's painful, but it's helping Wanda, so it's okay. We this we know the
0: expensive therapy I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the cost is not <laughs> Um, thank you everyone for joining us this week on the episode it it was great to see all the comments from everyone coming in and uh i I think as we're getting more of a rhythm we're being able to incorporate those a lot more into the discussion and it's really enriching the conversation so uh first and foremost i just wanted to thank all of you for tuning in live on our youtube and uh recommend everyone else who hasn't jumped on the bandwagon go and subscribe hit that notifications button and every time we go live which is going to be 9 p.m on fridays uh, you can join in on the discussion; it's great. Uh, and then I want to thank you both, uh, Elliot. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, no, Martin, thank you. I know I asked last minute, but also thank you. Thank you both. Sure. Um, no, no, it's fun. Uh, Elliot, where can people find you? Um, Do you want? I haven't, to
1: find you? I haven't really been
0: like doing
1: podcasts in like two years since we had a we had a we had a, a baby a few years ago, so I sort of took a break. So I just want to say thank you for giving me a chance to dip my toes back into this
0: so well, for now you can rusty. tell me
1: the mcu pod yeah let me just say anyway, you're- my twitter is itl elliot
0: itl elliot it's gonna be in the in the youtube show notes so you can check it out there and uh yeah you're like i said you're not rusty you're you're great here um martin what about you uh
2: you can find me over at doubletoasted.com, which we uh we live stream on twitch also you can go, go to doubletoasted.com and and join our site there uh you can find clips on you know sh- shortened clips on youtube we live stream six out of seven nights a week you can find me there three nights uh usually sunday tuesday and wednesday and uh for as grant says movie reviews pop culture uh current events reactions on everything it's a good time
1: check it out yeah i i want to like the double toasted bites on youtube are really really good like it's just like this little bite size like it's like seven eight minutes really funny get you in and get you out
2: it's great oh yeah it's
1: great to know and
2: if you like that an actual show is about three sometimes three and a half hours long
0: (laughs) it's it's hanging out with your family and laughing it's great yeah uh, Mike, unfortunately wasn't here, but, uh, you can follow him at Mike Moody Garcia over on Twitter and, uh, on Instagram as well. I believe you can follow me at Baron Von Grant and you can follow our podcast at MCU pod. You can go to mcupod.com as well to check it out. And, uh, I just want to say, uh, once again, we uh, appreciate everyone going on this ride with us on WandaVision. We are very excited for the finale next week. We will be back live at nine p.m. Central Standard Time here on YouTube. And I don't know what it's gonna be, but I'm very excited for this final episode. It might be as long as as a Marvel movie. This might be a Marvel movie we're getting.
2: I um, Marvel movies are close to three hours.
0: Okay. Okay. The, the new one. It's <laughs> like Batman movie or whatever. That <laughs> was like an hour and a half. <laughs> um thank you all so much and we will be back next week. Bye.